Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. This week's episode is extra special. Not only is it the first episode in 2017, but it's an episode with the entire College Fashionista team. We brought all the girls together to talk about how they landed their role at College Fashionista, what excites them about the brand, and just how cool they all are. I feel very lucky that I get to work side by side with these great girls every day, and I'm excited for you guys to hear their raw, unfiltered thoughts on being a Gen Z girl, working in the fashion industry, and all the secret things that go on behind making college fashionista the brand that it is. So stay tuned, listen up. So it has been quite a semester at College Fashionista. Has don't you guys agree? Hasn't it been? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This has been <laughs> crazy. The time. fall yeah. 2016 has been really big. Um, I think we should chat about all of you guys since this was really a big couple months for you guys. Since you guys all started what summer, like between mm-hmm. May and June, right? June. June. Yeah, except Callie. Except Callie's almost here. <laughs> so uh, why don't you guys go around and just t- say how long you've been at college, Rashanista? Okay. Hey, everyone. It's Katie. (laughs) Uh, I'm the marketing coordinator at College Fashionista. I've been here since June. I started uh, the first or second week. Actually, second week, right after my birthday. And yeah, very exciting time since I've joined. This is Callie. I'm the graphic designer. I started, I think, like mid-February. I just found the date. It was like Feb 19th, I think. Okay, so like late-ish. Yeah. February, and then I was a style guru for like a year and a half before that, so. Hey, it's Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm the editor at College Fashionista, and I've been here for six months. I also started in June. I started the first week, and I was a style guru for about three years before that. Anna's the longest style guru, right? Or Katie. No, think Kate, the no. two of us you guys are tied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not longest sophomore. ever, but longest like, on the team. Yeah, sophomore yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Like three years for both of us. How many yeah. semesters oh is We've been in each other's worlds forever. Yeah, yeah. 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 did it for seven. Um, and then Lucy. Hey guys, it's Lucy. <laughs> what up? I went to Tyler School of Art um, at Temple University in Philadelphia, and I was actually a photography major, and I'm still a photographer, but I am the social media editor at College Fashionista. And then we have Melissa. Hey guys, it's Melissa. I am um, the editorial director here at CF. I went to Indiana University for my undergraduate degree, and I've been at CF since 2012, yeah, full-time, before I was ghost writing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So now that you guys are all on the team and you see the behind the scenes, is there anything that's unexpected or surprising from the way that we run the business? I think there's a lot. I mean, I feel like as a style guru, I just kind of didn't really know that much about what went on (laughs) behind the scenes. Like, I knew everyone's face, but I don't think I really understood anything about the operations. I was just like, oh, it's Amy, and she does college fashionista. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So being here and seeing, you know, how much work actually goes into making college fashionista an everyday operation and, and how much we all kind of do and contribute to it and how much everyone before us did and contributed to it to make it a success um, was something that I didn't really know about before. Yeah. I feel like in college, like, I feel like if I was in college looking at college fashionista, I would think it was just a 
like a blog almost yeah. just like mm-hmm. a website I wouldn't realize that it was a business and it had all these layers mm-hmm. and that like what it took to like get a piece of content on the site or to host an event I, yeah. I think I would yeah. just think it happened yeah. that's yeah. kind of how I felt that's how I it felt, felt automated yeah. to me right yeah. like it was just yeah. like I knew that there was an Amy and I knew that there was a college fashionista yeah. and I knew that I had to like submit posts and I got like <laughs> exactly reviews from a Melissa like I yeah. didn't know who it was like coming from everyone on the team like I thought they were all working to like edit our posts the one yeah. article <laughs> right <laughs> like no it's not I know I was so narcissistic everyone is focused on me <laughs> Nasty gal wants me. <laughs> well, we are all about our style gurus, that's for sure. But um, it's a lot more, you know, there's just a lot more that goes into it. And College Fashionista, you know, is such a growing business. And we have all these great processes in place to make the experiences amazing for style gurus. So I actually think it's good that you guys thought it was seamless yeah. and automated better than thinking it was you know a messy organization mm-hmm. as a style guru and now working full-time from cf like what opportunities came about because of cf either while you were interning or post um for me this is katie for me personally i think there were just so many i when I started in college, had no idea that I wanted to be in fashion at all. I was the fashion editor of my high school newspaper, but that didn't really translate to me to being like, oh, that's what you like to do. You should do that as a career. Um, And that's kind of where College Fashionista came in. So pretty much all of my internship experiences and things like that, um, like I really hustled to get them. And of course, um, you know, really cold outreach and things like that. But having the CF experience under my belt definitely helped get all of those opportunities and kind of the one pivotal moment in my college career that told me, like, this is what I want to do was working with CF. So um, for me, I think pretty much all of my fashion opportunities have kind of all boiled out of CF somehow. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was the same for me, like it was CF sort of that got me into the mindset, this like kind of career mindset to try to get internships and to do random work with people and freelance in college and stuff like that. Like I don't think that I would have had such a career driven college experience if it wasn't for college fashionista. I mean, I know I wouldn't have. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. Um, I remember I transferred from Savannah College of Art and Design and it was like, such an artistic school like there were so many opportunities and then I went to University of Kentucky and it was just like nothing like no one knew what fashion was no one cared about mm-hmm. it and I felt so lost and then I found College Fashionista and I started it College Fashionista found you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like all these other girls got on board with it and we started doing things um and I just like like Callie like I realized fashion was like a career and it like got me into other things um just got me interested and it gave me so much confidence just like in school and my abilities to get a career in the future so I mean it it changed my college experience it wouldn't have been the same. Going up to strangers, like, on the street builds yeah. confidence. That was like, number one. Really, the first time you do that, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I like, sat there hair. for, like, 45 minutes yeah. tearing I myself like, up. I can't do this. And then I did it, and I was like, whoa, I'm awesome. And the person probably was, like, so flattered. Yeah. You're like, wait, yeah. I want to so keep doing this. It's like a high. I made someone else's day, too. Yeah. Like, it was the best. Yeah, that's definitely awkward, but I think that having that skill where you can go and talk to anyone is so important in all of your guys' lives and your success because 
like you are your own little brands, you know? So the way that you communicate and present yourself is, is so important. So I I think that, you know, whenever we talk about what are the skills that you get from college education, so it's, you know, it's photography skills, it's journalism skills, but I think communication skills, like just learning yeah, to yeah. go up to people is enhancing your communication skills and it's so important to have that. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Even in interviewing and stuff, I feel yeah. like you just have yeah. so much more, like, confidence going in that was always something I was so afraid of like the mm-hmm. only thing I ever really got nervous for was like job interviews or internship interviews and I feel like having the confidence from CL CF just made it like so much easier yeah definitely mm-hmm. what do you guys think about working on a small team I love it <laughs> me too <laughs> I think it's so cool how I know what is happening at on everyone's times. computer yeah. screen. Like, I know what everyone's doing. The multiple computer screens yeah. that we have. And I think it's so cool that, like, I can, like, lean over to Katie and be like, I need help with a photo shoot. Can you bring in your shoes tomorrow? And, like, <laughs> her photos, her shoes are on the homepage the next day. Like, it's just so cool to see how, like, fast we can do things. Like, we're such a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Because we just, like, work together so well. I, I love it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and something that we were talking about the other day, actually, we were all in the car going to our Christmas party (laughs) and we were talking about how each of us on our team are so different but we all get along so well like we all really are friends with each other and we hang out outside of CF and I think that's really important on a small team just um, the fact that all of us have such different strengths but mesh so well together I feel like is really kind of important to CF and important to all of our individual you know team building and success and all of that I feel like all of us have learned so much from each other as well which is Um, my favorite thing about being on a small team yeah there's definitely a great sense of collaboration yeah that you know I've never worked for a large company but I can imagine you really get pigeoned into your role in your Mm -hmm. department Mm -hmm. and you might not even know what's happening on another floor in your building within the same company and I do think it's amazing like we all know what's going on and everyone's willing to get involved in each other's role and like everyone has the same goal which I think is just hard to have that when you have a larger company because there's just a lot of other components that are happening. And um, so, yeah, I, I really love being on a small team as well. Yeah, and I think it's nice that it's like everyone's voice matters and everyone's opinion matters, and it's very collaborative, which is really special. And I mean, too, we all have the shared passion for college fashionista like we all genuinely love it so much and care about its success so much that I mean I feel like sometimes at a larger organization it's not necessarily like what people love to do or want to be doing they're just kind of there and yeah doing their everyday job but I mean having kind of a collective love and passion for something amongst the small team is is special as well I think in general, you guys being 22 and Gen Z, like, want to work for companies that you're really excited about and that you're passionate about and not necessarily that you're just, like, making money. Like, I feel like you might, correct me if I'm wrong, like, your generation might even take a job that's not making as much money, but if it's a company that's, like, really awesome and you stand, you know, you believe in and you think is really great. What do you guys think about that? Definitely. Definitely. I agree to that. Because I would feel crazy, I think, yeah. if I if I was making, I mean, a lot of money, but I hated I hated what I was doing. Because yeah. I think we kind of, like, crave some sort of, like, an authentic experience with things. And knowing that we really do love them is really important. I do think, sorry, I do think that's something, it's kind of a struggle, especially when you're first graduating and trying to figure out what to do for your first job. I mean, I know I had a, a couple of different opportunities where you have to make these decisions, like, do I want to 
go for more money in something I don't really like or care about or do I want to do this in something I'm really passionate about and you'll have all of these different kind of opportunities that you have to kind of decide what avenue you want to go down and I think a lot of us choose to go down you know ultimately that avenue where we feel really passionate about it um, but I think that's probably one of the hardest things is is coming to that decision yeah. and, and finalizing that for your first job. And when you have your parents and you have, yeah. you know, yeah. other pressures that are weighing in on your first job decision because it's not just about you, really. But I think what you have to realize is just, like, if you're really passionate about your first job, um, whether or not you're making a lot of money, you'll be more success- successful down the road because you're going to care more about it. You're going to learn more. Mm-hmm. You'll do better. You'll be happy so, going to work every yeah. day, and I feel like that's the most important thing. Oh, my thing. God. I totally agree. Like, yeah. some, I just can't imagine waking up every day and hating what I do, but, like, mm-hmm. th- that would just be a miserable existence. Like, we're all together more than we see anyone else, yeah. right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. hey. <laughs> it's like work family. Uh, just And real family sometimes. And family, yeah. <laughs> so I think that that's, you know, super important, and I think that is a good thing to look out for when you're applying for internships or jobs. Like, where are you going to want to wake up and spend Mm -hmm. a majority of, you know, your week? Um, So, now that you're part of the team, like, what are some things that you can share maybe with our audience that, like, you know now that you maybe didn't know before that would be helpful in preparing for your first job? I think something that we see pretty frequently and maybe something that we don't think about when we're in college is just email etiquette. A million percent. Yeah, yeah. this is something Callie and I talk Hands about. Like, emoji, right? yeah. <laughs> I mean, Callie and I talk Small about this like thing. twice a day. Um, but it's just, I mean, I think emailing, if whether it's a professor, whether it's, you know, an internship coordinator, um, I think it's just so important to realize that you're representing not just your current self, but your future self. Um, so when they're kind of thinking of you for opportunities in the future and stuff, they're going to think about just these little everyday interactions that you have. Um, so always being just professional in email and when you do meet people and when you have the opportunity to maybe work on an event or something, even if it's just small on your campus, um, I feel like it's always better to be more professional than to be you know, casual and kind of offhandish. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're first starting out, where I think something that is unique to college fashionistas since we are all friends and close and that goes for our style gurus and our team. Um, sometimes it's kind of hard to figure out where that line is between like friendship and professionalism. So I think, um, you know, figuring that out and finding that balance is something really important to try and do in college and work into your professional career. Yeah, and like realizing that there is a person on the other side mm-hmm. is another yeah. thing. <laughs> And I think that's hard in our day and age with social media because everyone yeah. follows everyone on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you see the like personal moments yeah. in people's lives and you think that you know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that when you actually meet them in real life, you're like thinking you're friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you still need this level of like we're strangers, even though I know that you have a really cute dog and that <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like to go to brunch. Like, let's pretend I don't know anything about you. And yeah. Yeah, I do think CF was my first real professional emailing experience because mm-hmm. we emailed all the time for everything. Yeah. And so you guys actually taught me how to email in general. <laughs> yeah. I think, too, kind of on the flip side of that, in terms of social media and meeting everyone through social media. Um, 
that's something that all of us kind of discovered when we first started. Like, oh, we know that person from social media right. through yeah, CF yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I think that's something cool to take advantage of as well when you're a style guru, like connecting with other style gurus. Like yeah. even if you're in New York mm-hmm. and they're in Kentucky, I mean, like Anna and I get along really well. And so making those connections just based off people who, you know, look cool and look like people you would get along with is something so unique to Gen I feel like Z. that's the best part of that's college. Yeah. 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 Is that Definitely. all of a sudden you're connected to thousands of other students worldwide that, mm-hmm. I mean, how else would you meet? Exactly. Yeah, you go to Indiana, them. like, and you're at Florida, like, how are you and I meeting, right? Yeah. So, so. I mean, that I think that is just, like, the absolute best part of this yeah. brand and business that we're able to, like, foster so many relationships and, you know, whether they're friendships or turn into business relationships. And yeah. I've seen so many girls who used to be part of College Fashionista help girls who are now in College Fashionista and like that's just such a great connection because you know I'm sure that there's something that you guys have learned from being in here and it's something that has taken me a while to learn with starting my own businesses like you can't get ahead without other people yeah and while you're amazing and smart and I think a lot of us are type A it requires people to you know requires smart talented people to to push a brand forward and so um, making sure that you are surrounding yourself by those people like the Salgers and College Fashionista in our yeah. community is just so essential to the success in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's another hard skill to learn too. Like it's okay to ask for help. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 And when I started CF I was like, no, nah, I could do it all on my own. I'm good. I don't need yeah. anyone. I think we yeah. all kind of think that. Yeah. yeah. And then you hit a you try really hard. Right. <laughs> and then you see like someone crying in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> Let's discuss. <laughs> Let me help you. But yeah, we're we're all ambitious and you know, you, you wanna be you wanna feel like you can do everything, but it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we have <laughs> I'm looking at this. So we have some questions for Amy and Melissa. So um Amy, I guess, did you Lucy ever <laughs> imagine that CF would be what it is today, ever, when you were starting it? No. I wish that I had, like, footage of when I started it. I was Me too. In, <laughs> I know. I wish I could. I, honestly, it was like everyone was probably at a football game. Or it was in January. So, no, it would have been, like, basketball season. I was in my um, sorority in this, like, side room alone. Everyone was gone. And I was like, I, you know, I'm going to start this site. I'm going to start documenting what's happening on my campus. I'm bored. I need to work on my writing skills. That was, like, a huge reason I started. I had didn't have strong writing skills as Melissa knows and I was like I need to start writing every day to work on my writing skills like even writing an email I couldn't write Mm -hmm. an email um and then one thing kind of like led to the next and college Fashionista, you know quickly went to a couple other campuses and still like sometimes I still have a hard time when people are like oh my god like your business is everywhere our business is everywhere I'm like it still like hasn't hit me what college Fashionista is but no, I never would have thought it would be this company that I get to work with such amazing people. And I think that's a really good take home too though, right? Because it's like, you had a goal of, I wanted to increase my writing skills. And you didn't have this goal of, I want to be on 950 college campuses. Yeah. It's like, you got to have these small goals yes. to get along the way. So like the biggest thing for anything is just like starting, right? So yeah. like start with a goal yeah. and then after you've kind of tackled that one, move on to the next one and so forth and so on. And that was the whole kind of growth of college issues yeah. has been like, okay, now we did this, let's do that. And it was never like, let's do a million things and you can't juggle a million balls. Yeah. 
for sure. That's a good point. Thanks. Our next question is for Melissa. Um, at what point did you get involved and like what were you doing? Was Amy just like, I need, I need help? <laughs> help, help. <laughs> so it kind, so of ta- kind of goes back to a couple of things we've already talked about. So as I mentioned, I studied my undergraduate degree at Indiana, but um, right when we, when she started CF, I entered law school and I thought I was gonna be a lawyer in a courtroom. Um, and Amy had, Amy is really so brilliant. Um, and I happen to be a pretty strong writer and editor. So she would ask me to edit her articles, write the article. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was law school student by day and night. And then by late night, I was Uh doing some editing for CF on the side. So three years into CF and three years into law school, you know, college fashionista had gotten to a pretty nice size. And Amy was like, I need to bring someone on to help me. I can't, this can't be a one man show anymore. So I looked at my options and it was to, you know, go and do the courtroom thing. Like all it was kind of like Katie's options. Yeah. Like you looked at your options like. Yeah, like I could do the courtroom thing yep. and be in a closet looking at documents for 85 hours a week and hating my life and making some pretty good money. Or I could go and do something I am I was passionate about. I really liked writing. I liked the opportunities I gave the style gurus, and I took a chance. The chance ended up being the right decision and a very good decision. And, yeah, so go with your gut, I guess, is the moral of the story. And yeah, and I've been here ever since. It's a turning it? point. It was What's a turning it like point. working with, you know, your sister? Like, how does it work with that dynamic? Because you guys always outwardly, you know, are yeah. so great together. But I wonder, like, starting out, how did that always work for you guys? You know, we're 13 months apart. And so our whole life has been more like, like twins than sisters mm-hmm. because we've gone through everything together. And... I think it's obvious to all you guys, like, we have just such different strengths. Like, I am, like, crazy ideas, big picture, very, like, sporadic. I don't necessarily think through things always. And Melissa is very analytical, thinks long and hard through the risks and the pros and cons of every decision. And so we just, like, work perfectly together because you can't have a me without a Melissa. Yeah. You can't have a Melissa without a me. Right. And I am like very detailed oriented and I can sometimes be more shy and Amy can like go up to anyone and be like talk to them and get their story and like that's how like the business built is like through her being so outgoing and then I could focus on like minutia details which I like thrive and like get a high off of. So... Yeah, and family business, I mean, we have so many friends who are in family businesses, and I'm sure you guys all know people in family businesses. It just takes, like, the certain type of personality, but it's it's definitely challenging, you know, because we never really disconnect from work. We've now gotten better now that we're in the CMG family, but prior to it, it was like, when we were at work, not at work, everything was always about work, and that, you know, just comes with, like, anything you have to work at the relationship and make sure that you don't let work consume um you know our entire sister sisterhood sisterhood that's correct and I also, think, <laughs> I also think we also have a very big mutual respect for one another and I think that goes well if we were business partners that weren't related and the fact that we're sisters it's even more important we just really respect one another and are honest and 
it w- I don't know if it would work for everyone, um, but it works for us. Definitely. And I never get sick of hanging out with her outside of work either, which I, you would think would be <laughs> But, yeah. Just so fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I think this has been, you know, just such an exciting time at College Fashion Sun. It's just been great to see everything the brand is doing, and we have such great things happening in 2017 that we're all, I think, excited and everyone's really taking ownership of different projects that they're working on. So stay tuned for lots more podcast episodes with really amazing guests, with style gurus, and, you know, the whole point is just to keep educating our community on life post-college and how they can be bettering themselves while they're in college. I'm going to do some rapid-fire questions since those are always my favorite, and I'll just go around the table. Lucy. Favorite song? Uh, right now, do you want the the Maroon Five? Don't want to know. Whatever you know. You that, that, one. That, 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 that one. Always talk about that. I know. Out of nowhere. Anna, favorite book? Um, Jane Eyre. Kelly, morning person or night owl? I'm a night owl. That was an easy guess. <laughs> that was easy. Katie, coffee or tea? Tea. I'm off the coffee. Ooh. I like tea mm-hmm. too, Katie. Now, favorite emoji. Uh, the monkey with his hands over his eyes because I'm always just like putting my foot in my mouth. So, Amy, favorite designer? The row. And that, I think that's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks guys for joining us on a great Friday and a great way to start the weekend. Bye. 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 Style on. Style on. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Office Hours. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Stay along for the ride in 2017. We have an amazing lineup of guests, and I'm really excited to share with you their insight and knowledge on how to break into the industry and just have a successful and fulfilling life. Until then, 